This is CliffCentral.com. Oh, hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. As always, really good to have you. Really good to sit here with you. We're live. Um, so if you have a moment and you do want to do a WhatsApp and send it to us, um, 079 I'm Shemaine Harris. And I'm Liesl Tom And with us in studio Our controller Palesa Mabuye Hello girl Good to see you as always And then Shemaine We have a a very interesting guest today Boca de Toy Is A scholar of ancient wisdom And indigenous knowledge Now Boca I had to help you To come up with that Big label because, you know, you have studied under some of the most sacred teachers on this continent. <laughs> yeah, there have been a couple of teachers, great ones, great ones. I'm blessed. Thank you. Thank you. And what we are discussing today is ancestral healing. Now, what what does that mean when we talk about our ancestors and that we need to heal them? I mean, they're gone. How can we? What does it have to do with us? Yeah, yeah. The ancestors, firstly, in the African sense, is central to the whole spiritual system. It's the whole connection between this realm that we're working on and the other one, mm-hmm. the greater realm. So, what has happened is, I think, more northern hemisphere especially in terms of biogenetics, inheritance, disease, have realized. Well, are we speaking uh, genetically now, DNA? Are we, are we speaking DNA, that, that genetics, okay. transferred at many levels. All right. Oh, uh, I like that, transferred at many levels. Because <laughs> so, I'm just going like physical, but you're already like three steps ahead. Yes, love it. Right, uh-huh. but in the body, our ancestors transferred DNA and a certain volume from the male, a certain volume from the female and it is transposed into our bodies, there is a bit of a given there that we inherit their issues we are family at much greater level so unresolved emotional issues conditions experiences, even the food they ate is understood presence in our bodies uh-huh. and dealing with us and that big question is who am I which is also cycled through from first humans right up to the present and still continues there is this little deterministic given aspect that's within us uh-huh. that affects our lives so, so, so sorry to interrupt. Are you getting at the the possibility that if my great 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 grandmother lived through some natural disaster, that natural disaster can still be measurable in my DNA? Indeed, that that energy of that experience is transferred and it's held at that cellular level in your body. How many generations? Well, this is the story. With the plant life and the animal life, they have determined 14 generations. Wow. With the human side, they say this far, and I'm sure that's going to extend, but what they can show is seven generations. It sounds a bit biblical, doesn't it? Wow, it's back to the great seven again. Mm-hmm. Seven levels of consciousness, you know, that mm-hmm. seven colors. But also, you know, the sins of the father will be visited upon, and up to, I can't remember how many generations, but it, it does sound oh, a bit yeah. like that, right? Yeah, well, both in the indigenous cultures and in the later religious cultures, you know, it's the whole thing of the ways of the fathers, the sins of the fathers like mm-hmm. father, like son, like mother, like daughter mm-hmm. that is transferred through and cycled also all the way through but I going to the pre-religious the original source before the literate science evolved and wrote and philosophized and theorized and put that forward 
right back to then. And this is where the Africa, the African continent becomes critical now in this new understanding because the ancestors have been central to the African belief system Mm -hmm. as intermediaries or intercessors between the living people and the deceased. You know, I'm sorry, but I I, I have to say I find it extremely ironic that... um, Let's, let's, for lack of a better label, talk about Western societies are more than happy to embrace the idea that they are angels who can guide us and who, who can protect us and guardian angels. But when we in Africa talk about ancestors playing a not too dissimilar role that is then immediately rejected and seen as ancestor worship. Indeed, indeed. I think they've, there's always there's a, there's a revival within Africa. I think there's been a while now, I think due to social and all other reasons, mm-hmm. where the ancestral sins were at loggerhead with religious thinking. But there's similarities in that, and there is common ground being found. And I think that's marvelous there. But the, the, the ancestral end are oh, just seen. Firstly, it's not a religion. It's not a worship. It's a reverence. Mm-hmm. And that's very important to understand and you'll easily find in major sacred sites where the ancestors presence are more focused like the mother caves where the African Christian groups come in great volumes so it mixes well and it is being integrated into a whole new way of seeing and I think now with what the DNA researchers are saying it is there, it's present it's part of us, it affects us Perhaps I should give you a story of just a recent experience that will just give it a different uh, context. A uh, foreign woman came and wanted to see a Sangoma. And uh, a Sangoma is a traditional healer, just for our listeners who are not familiar with the, the local terminology. Right. She was dealing with a disease called elephantitis, which mm. is retention of water from the knees down and she'd been all over the world searching for help and nothing forthcoming, nothing could happen they couldn't resolve, they couldn't get rid of this uh, and she was willing to consult with a traditional healer I think more out of desperateness mm-hmm. or you know when you get to that place where you can I just don't care, let let whatever it is mm-hmm. then, then you're like coming to yeah. open and when, you go yeah. like yeah. boom when you become so desperate yeah. you are willing to try everything or yeah. you just yeah. give up you know yeah. that moment where you give up and you go like yeah. eh, whatever it is yeah, it is whatever. Yeah. 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 But, you know, like some healers they say they must ask you three times before you accept you know, to just establish their sincerity and their okay. real willingness so I decided oh great okay okay I don't want to really get involved it's not where I'm practicing it's not it was a, a, a for me a a stepping stone rather than just a destination into more universal field, but with great respect and honor to the healers. And there are many incredible, beautiful, helpful healers in this country, traditional African people. But I decided, oh, my, 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 my guides, my ancestral guides say to me, take her to the mother caves. If she commits to that journey, we should like a pilgrimage, you know, the sincerity and the intent and the willingness is really there, especially the husband who was uh, more of a skeptic, an engineer of background and a rational, practical, analytical man, which I understand. I have that aspect and we all have that too. But he was quite desperate and so they agreed, let's do the journey. Let's go back into the mother caves. Let us consult. I explained briefly, you know, I think this is an ancestral link here mm-hmm. when something like this is. But in any case, also we'll... explain what the mother caves are. Well, there are a couple of places in South Africa where the, the ancestors are omnipresent, firstly. They're in the homes, they're everywhere. But certain times, their energy for the ordinary people is just more tangible, more felt in certain places. More concentrated almost. Concentrated. Concentrated. And so the mother caves is the size of maybe four soccer fields. 
right up in the mountains. Ah, beautiful, beautiful location, deep into the earth, like a rebirth womb space, uh-huh. the mother space, the holding space, safe space. And people do these pilgrimages there for all kinds of reasons. So we did, and we arrived, and I took her to the great old wise matriarch there, beautiful woman, and said, explained the story, she knew, she was laughing, and said, right, and uh, sat down and uh, had a meal first, you know, just getting comfortable, this environment is quite something that is very powerful for anyone that goes into there. You know, there's a there's a tunnel which is called a birth canal which you crawl into an inner chamber. But before going into the space, you know, you just got to get a bit social and relaxed and mm. know one another. But the whole process was followed, and the old mama came out and said, uh, "Who's jumping off the bridge?" And the woman started crying. She said, Oh, this is my great great grandmother. She jumped off a bridge. Uh, she committed suicide. Uh, the understanding was in the family that her husband had died and she was not willing to continue. Mm. And Ma said to her, mm, There was something more involved here. Uh, the message is that she murdered the husband. This is radical. This is hard information. Mm. And the woman started crying more. And she explained in detail that I wouldn't like to give Mm -hmm. out personal stuff, but I'm not mentioning names. Go back. Find out. And this is where the issue in Africa, if something goes wrong, there's illness or dis-ease got to find the source of it, not only deal with the symptoms, Western medicine is great for that, but find the source, something caused it, mm. something, there's an emotional seed to it, there's a discomfort that is carried forward somewhere, either you generated it or it's come through your lineage. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the woman did go back, and all reason was, Yes, the circumstances under which he had passed on, the husband of the great-grandmother, mm-hmm. could have led to that, and there was a lot of indications that brought new information to light. Mm-hmm. But the issue was not that. The issue was that in that feminine lineage, in that feminine line, they carried these issues, and they've had relationship issues, problems from that day right to the present, even down to her daughter, who also started developing this disease. And she realized that she had to turn it around. She accepted in her heart space, in that environment in the mother caves, yes. So, this disease, this elephantitis, so... It, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the correlation. To make the between, I'm trying to make yeah. the connection between being kept back, because I mean that thing is heavy. You know, it's really ra- rough to walk. It's it's like you clogged, um, you know, um, with fluid, and so I'm just trying to 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 find out um, well, how she. If I can say, I think yes. that water retention mm-hmm. is a restraint, is a, uh-huh. you know, physically, number one, but also emotionally mm-hmm. so it means that there's something built up something that needs to be released that is the how the grandmother the old Songoma explained to her this is did granny want to release through her you got to and strange thing was her daughters as it started developing the same disease at that young age now I don't know much about elephantitis you know I, I, I'm, I'm not that way inclined but or have that information. But apparently it is something that is inherited. Mm-hmm. That's one of the inheritable diseases, like there are a range of them. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about something here that is determined. We know it is transferred and it's inherited, like heart disease and a number of other that is clinically defined. Yeah. Good. 
And we, we just look at it as yeah, it's a physical ailment. We yeah. don't go and look at it on a different level. Shemaine, you made me you made me think now. You know, the the, the mental image I'm almost getting and Boca tell me, you know, where I'm wrong is almost all these unshed tears Ooh, sank down to her deep you go. ankles. Well, feet, ankles, calves yes. built up in her legs. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. You did. So this was this is getting into the the emotional side of uh-huh. that retention. What is this water information holding retained in this lower part of your body? And the instructions were to go back to this bridge uh-huh. and to go with someone connected to this other world, some shaman northern hemisphere. The woman wanted to take the old mama with, and I said, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Find a shaman, someone who deals with the ancestral levels in Europe. There are many of them. And she did. And they went back to the bridge. And, as I understand from her, she started releasing shedding water. So what I'm seeing here is, this is an example of something that is carried. Mm. I have found in my own ways that, medically it's not what I'm saying, but what I have found is womanhood develop left breast cancer come from a lineage of abuse mm. and I've seen that in then 12 different cases. Are you saying that because um, you know how the, 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 the train of thought goes where funny, I, I just saw my grandma's hand that little piece there <laughs> So she's so funny <laughs> she does stuff like that sometimes um, are you saying that we um, inherit in, in terms of the anger um, and then the physical um, manifestation because what you because normally you go like yeah it's because you're angry and so you've got this illness but we just leave it with that one person do you understand what I mean because now what you're telling me is like no 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 Lisa was my grandma and you know and so she's like living through mm. me to release that stuff that happened there so that they can be healing yeah and it's 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 crazy because I, I always it I always think to myself, when kids get um, um, terrible illnesses, you know, how how am I supposed to explain that? Yeah. So can that also be, because say for instance cancer, people go like, oh my God, you can't say that that child did anything. Okay, my, my thinking is different because I think we have several lives. Um, but then for, just to make it easier also sometimes to explain or to, to, to wrap your head around, are you saying that um, this child has the grandma or great-grandma's stuff that they need to come and sort out, hence that affliction is upon them. Wow, this is what is being said. Yes, exactly that. This is why this whole family bond and the value of family and dealing with your issues within the family framework where there's this love aspect, Mm -hmm. unlike a relationship which you can shed, Walk away from divorce. You can't walk away from your well family. You, well, you, you can, can. <laughs> but you can't really because yes. it'll recur it and just come back family. at a more level or mm. through the uncles or through the other extended families that is present. So what is family here to teach us as spiritual beings? Because yes, we're physical, but we're multidimensional. So what? what's the purpose of a family actually? Wow. Um, because now we go like, you know, family... Um, you just need to leave me alone because I'm choosing the people that I want to be with. Yeah, I don't like my family. I will choose my friends and they'll become my new family. And, yeah. That's not, it doesn't work like it that. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. We do that. But we come back to the same problems again in a different way then. It's just transferred. You mm-hmm. can't walk away. This is my family. Mm-hmm. And even relationships in a different way, but we have options there. Here's a mirror. You somehow attract to that opposite, that in a way, not everyone, but I'm generalizing here now, but you somehow find attraction and those issues that you need to confront still mm-hmm. in the partnership. And if we are conscious enough, we can deal with this openly and face them. Or if we are not, this is where the separation happens. And we're seeing this happening in society, our society, divorce rates, or relationships that don't last, or trying to redefine a new conscious relationship with multiples. I'm not saying this is the way it should be, but through that relationship, through these closer things to our emotions, these reflections come out. But it's more important than the family. Mm -hmm. They're not disappearing. 
I want to just rephrase Shemaine's question to make sense for myself. Can we reverse heal our ancestors? So if I have some inherited disease (laughs) and I work really, really hard and I get rid of it, does that then go back to my ancestral lineage and... would that mean that my cousin will also be healed? Well, we talked about a, a physical aspect now of, of something that has manifested, but mm-hmm. there are greater levels at the emotional, That's where true. it manifests in uh, inheritance or uh, presence of abuse, substance of relationship problems that just keep on cycling from one group, from the great grandfather to mm-hmm. the father to the son and you can trace it you can start yeah, seeing you it you also hear other families go like the fortunes you must stay away from the fortunes they have this thing that happens in the family haven't you heard the old people mm-hmm. go like you yeah. know those, those that people family, that that's family what, that yeah and i mean it's it's we we when we were younger we thought what nuts you know, but they saw it. They knew it. They knew it. You they know, knew it. And but yes, you can turn around, and this is the process. And this is why I'm thinking that there's a lot of people now wanting to go back to their mother caves and saying, "How do we release this? How can we? And how can it benefit us, the lineage following? How can we turn this energy around?" You must remember when something traumatic happens in your life, that energy, that fusion, sits at cellular level. It doesn't disappear. We might not think about it or try and forget that, resort to other ways of forgetting about that, substances or whatever, but the issue is there. So we've got to go back into that soul, back into that source to find that. And if we find that, we will find the way to deal with it. And when we deal with that positiveness of swinging that around, that affects down the line. But it's more. Usually this comes. The future. Well, that's the future. Let's mm-hmm. let's look at this briefly. I one like, that I, I I like this reverse healing because, in my mind, there's no that time is not linear. It's kind of like you know, it's all happening at the same time. So I like the fact that uh, if if there's a possibility that I can heal my ancestors yes. from here, from this space where I look at as seventy years later, um, but they get that healing. I think that's phenomenal mm-hmm. if that's possible. So that means they soaring because they've been set free. Absolutely. On a different level. This is why you maintain your relationship with the ancestors and you keep that and you revere that and you set a new energetic framework there that is released for the future ones to come. Mm. But also they have choices and of course they can turn that around. But then you have ancestors that are troubled mm-hmm. and you have ancestors that are uh, benevolent. Mm-hmm. And they have you've inherited great and good qualities and aspects of that from both that, of them, from so, both of so them. But there, there's the male and the female side, and both contribute to that. It's almost like it's also a general statement, but usually, usually, the firstborn daughter takes after the father. There's a whole connection that happens up that way, and the firstborn son after the mother. That's that lineage. That's where that cross happens again. To balance things out mm. Usually, not every But I would say in my findings Think of your own We all have fathers and mothers If the firstborns Look at them Even physically Their physical appearance takes more to that end Or to that end and This is where the lines cross And this is why in Africa that's complex When there's problems in the family uh, the father won't deal with the daughter on that side. He's got to go to his brother's side. And this makes a lot of sense to deal with this matter. It's slightly removed, but has the same energetic, mm-hmm. that lineage issue. Mm-hmm. He has more compassion, more understanding of that issue than the father who's directly involved. Mm. Some cases. Some cases. But so, this is about going back. It, it's the truth. You speak better to your uncle than to your dad. <laughs> it's just like you know it's kind of like yeah, and especially yeah. if you like you say if you're the firstborn to that man right um, I don't know what it's like to be the firstborn 
to a woman who's alive that I can test it with. <laughs> I, I am the firstborn, but you know she died a long time ago. But I can see what you're talking about in terms of the dad, dad uh, um, thing, energy. I, I, if anything needed to be sorted out, my mm. uncle, I, he could talk to me. My dad could mm. say nothing. I would just be like loggerheads, boom. But now it goes more, you know. So what? What they do is to go and consult the answers. There are issues that are coming up, and let's go and find. Let's get that information from them before it gets out of hand or before it develops into a disease or more complex implications. We see something emerging. We see a little light shining, an issue there. Let's deal with that. Mm-hmm. But this is where the, the healers then come in, the Sangomas, who, for the ordinary person, when I say ordinary, I mean the people not into... Uh, that connection they have not been trained and conditioned to communicate with that level and to bring it into our everyday life these intercessors these healers interpret and they you go and consult on specific matters and they will find but listen this is the information from the father or the great grandfather mm-hmm. or mother or great grandmother or whatever ancestral that line on. And this, uh, this, and they'll give little clues. Don't be avoid. Don't whatever, mm-hmm. whatever Boca. it is. But how big is the window for, uh, um, not n- uh, for 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 missing it? Do you know what I mean? How often does that happen? Because we tend to think that when you go to someone who has um, access to that kind of um, intervention or way of intervention or way of doing it, we tend to take the word and go like, yes, that's absolute. Um, whereas when we speak on a day-to-day basis, I mean, when I see you like this and there's no barrier, I mean, everything is clear. Well, within yeah. <laughs> even there comes discrepancies. So how do you make, how do you how do you know that what that person said via the the ancestor is absolute true, mm. uh, because you can't gauge it because you're not that way um, connected. Well, there's two levels. I think the first thing is you've got to believe. Believe carries a lot of power. Believe, but there's feeling, and this is where we need okay. to think with so our discern. hearts. Discern, but it's from the heart. Mm. And this is a greater from thinking from the heart and thinking from the mind. Mm-hmm. The heart, you know, you feel, you know this If is. you're not in Sinks touch with in, your heart, then what? Well, that is a problem. Then I think you should first journey into your own heart. Mm-hmm. That's a long journey going from mind to heart in any case. But you've got to come from the heart space. And your heart is a very powerful thinking, processing organ, as we also understand now. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I heard that the heart knows five seconds before the head realizes. The heart knows. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, it's just not just a pumping thing, but that's just crazy incredible. I love the, the fact that science is proving that this organ between our ears that we think is what we think with, Right. Is only one type of brain because they found that your stomach, your mm. gut, mm. there is an oh, intelligence. Yeah. And mm. I haven't, I haven't read, but it sounds like you are telling me the same goes for the heart. And it makes instinctively, it makes sense yeah. that yeah. that is where where the wisdom would be. You know, yeah. I think our heads can have knowledge, right. mm. but wisdom. Is seated here, and that's the where they say you need to guard. Well, that's what they say. What you need to guard. That's they it. Always say like guard your heart, yeah. mm. and your there must heart. be a reason why. Well, mm. it's like the Earth's heart. We call it scientifically the Schumann resonance. It beats at a seven point eight three hertz frequency, and until recently, science thought this was confined to our atmosphere, but now they understand it goes out at infinitum into space. Mm. Connecting all these bodies up, alive, bouncing. Mm. But it's the same, like above, below, our hearts. Also, it's understood now that our mind, in the body of blood and cells, and this is not where the information is held. The, heart, the, the mind is like an antenna tuning into a field, a consciousness field that surrounds the body that also extends up and up and mm. up and up and up. We don't know where the boundaries are. 
It's more than just the auric or the energetic field produced by your body as an electromagnetic generator. But this goes on and on and on. So this is perhaps into the fields of the ancestors mm-hmm. and beyond. The ancestors, let's just say, they are people who are no longer limited by body and that confinement of body, earth. Mm-hmm. So they are, they expand, their energies go wider and wider and wider. But so now if the mind is the antenna, you know, this is where the heart, and as you said, the gut, which is a strong, my gut feeling, my mm. heart feeling. This is where we've got to start thinking. And once you start operating from these levels, you transcend the mind with all its rational barriers and all its questions, which is valid also and has, mm. you know. But also go to the other. Don't exclude mm. those other strong feelings. If you start seeing the mind as the antenna, it's very important antenna into this field, but take it, channel it, feed yeah. it, channel it in your own body into your heart space. Deal with it there. Shut off the mind if you can. But like you say, you know, it's it's a long, long journey. I mean, I'm I I think I'm pretty rational, um, but I find that you know when you get tuned into your dominant trait, you get distracted to the point where you don't where you neglect your others. Or the other parts But I mean like you say It's a really long journey And it's really very scary To to, to, to work with, with Aspects of yourself That you haven't really tested much right. Or worked with much Or right. been adventurous with yeah. You know So it's, it takes bravery to go Well um, I think it's more than bravery I think it's going to be our survival mechanism mm. For the way ahead I think we are, as as humanity, we are moving out of that head rational space, which has brought a lot of conflict too, a lot of advantages, but a lot of disadvantages. Mm. We're moving into that feminine heart space. Mm. This is that space of nurturing, feeling, thinking, accepting and allowing. And this is what's happening globally, I think, I feel that. This is that shift into... That caring, intuitive feeling, that feminine qualities, which is within both male and female. Booker, if we see our existence here as a school and, and, you know, we come back to learn the lessons and we choose our family in order to teach us certain lessons, then that contract between parents and children and then not to a lesser degree but to a, a slightly different degree between siblings yeah. that must be extremely extremely sacred indeed indeed and this is why we venture into places like these holy caves you don't need to do that they are omnipresent but it's just that physical commitment that pilgrimage of going into these sacred spaces honoring that mm. Honoring the family, that love that your grandfather that passed on had, you didn't disappear. The body is not there, the words aren't there anymore. But that energy is there in that field beyond the body. Sorry, I I have to interrupt because I wish the listeners could see this because both Jermaine and I just went, ding, we started shining. Because as you were talking, I could feel my grandfather. This is exactly Mm -hmm. what the power, first he believed. So take it out of that mind and all those questions and all those weird associations we've conjured up of ancestors and this and the magic and all those things. Just take it down to your family framework and think of that love. Mm-hmm. That powerful love energy does not dissipate and disappear. It is hard to tap into that. Mm. Both into the positive and negative. And they were people like us. The ancestors like they were living. Some left this this plane of physical existence with issues. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of issues around, and this is what we find now, you know, because we, we come from generations where we did not deal with these emotions and mm-hmm. our feelings and stuff. It was just accepted. Especially Partners, on the male side, especially, yes. Especially on the male side. Oh, no, 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 no. Men were no, not no, allowed es- to have emotions. But, but also but women, but... And you mean they were oh, different sets, but who don't? Oh my goodness, no, women suffered. Oh, yeah, and quietly so. And they would just go through life with that yes. longing. I was remembering an old 
they did that passing on and, and that transition phase and I could see that spirit and energy and she had just shut her mouth and her emotions and she lived everyone thought for happily but she had not lived at all mm. she was just constrained like that but this also not only for that you know we come from a country with great conflict mm. we've had great wars great atrocities at many levels mm. and sometimes you do the collective restoration for not an individual or a family but for a group or a clan or a community or a nation mm. like that how can we um, help our dearly departed um, move on if we feel they have not um, reached a place of peace or a a place of um, release. Yeah, you know, because we, I'm sure we can. Well, we can. So, how can we do that without having to go to a shaman, sangoma, um, traditional healer, psychic, but on my own? Well, I think the first thing is it's difficult. We've got to start dreaming again. Uh, their communication. Yes, this is why a shaman It's a long process of mm. training okay. Which is to custom slowly into that mm-hmm. Greater reality But if we can access that as well But initially also it's a frightening experience You know, sure. this is where my path started it's a, it's a frightening experience Coming face to face with an energy And having a conversation And this is how it does happen mm. It's difficult to explain to people Who are not at that level uh, They think that you're insane and I understand that they say that too. But, you know, first is to start your dreaming processes again, because that is the way that that level or that domain communicates with us, the living. That's the dreaming. Abstract symbols. Mm. Start waking up, seeing symbols, reading, feeling, but more sensitive, attuning to that. But the dreaming is the important one. And we block ourselves uh, we're talking lucid dreaming or just dreaming well, as in general? Firstly, the deeper level of okay. sleep and then coming into lucid and then okay. into more into symbols. And it's a slow conversion into that, finding that. But the first thing is belief. You know, belief opens the heart. I believe. Irrespective. I believe. I will channel and filter that, up, but I believe. So you open your own field. This conscious smaller part of your being, this conscious part, into the higher subconscious. So there is a process of conditioning yourself to say, I believe and I want and I have the need. And dear grandfather or grandmother or whoever, whoever is, wherever the source is, I want to connect with this one. Mm. Give me a symbol. Give me something that I will see. What if they don't want to connect with you? Well, that is their choice. Okay. That is absolutely their choice And you've got to deal with it But if they don't want to communicate with you The source of that issue that you're dealing with Is not within them It is within your framework Mm. Something that you have remolded And started That is going to be passed on like a ball Rolled down the generation But they If that love was there Even if the love wasn't there Where they departed We know a lot of families Who don't talk to one another or grandfather to the or the father to the son or to the daughter or to whatever. It's common. It's an everyday occurrence. It is common, but we've got to we've got to address that because it's not going to resolve the matter. So we have to ask. This is where we humbly go back and say, "Listen," and we appeal to that love, to that heart aspect of that being. Listen, we need to deal with this. Mm. You can help. Can I ask you something? You know, we fr- when you work from a place of gratitude, we always go like, oh my goodness, they did this, they did that, they did th- this and all of that. But if you go to that space where you go with your ancestors, alive or dead, or both, you know, and you go just from a place of gratitude where you just go and say, I thank you, you know, for, um, for this, for that, and not just for the things that I thought were lovely yeah. or pleasant, you know, um, but for the hard lessons, for... For the for the rejection for you know all those things that you 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 found that made them unappealing to you. What if you just do that on a level and you go like, 
um, for all those things, I thank you. I, I'm, I'm sitting with gratitude. What kind of vortex does that create for your fa- familial well-being? Opens the heart. That gratitude, humble gratitude, all those aspects, that is what opens your heart. Once your heart is opened, that field, that connection starts happening. But once you're still arguing in your mind, is this possible? This is nonsense. This is no, 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 no. Forget it. That's not. So belief, gratitude, that humbleness, and doing an effort, going. This is why some people need to go on a pilgrimage. It doesn't have to be out to the mother caves mm. near the Lusutu It can border. just be to the Mahalis for a walk. What can be in your garden to a tree. Mm. Mm. It can be anywhere. It can be anywhere. But it's a place to go to for that kind of spiritual awakening. Ha- you journey. have to be conscious. It has mm. to be. I mean, what, I, what I'm sensing, and tell me where I'm wrong, is you do not have to physically walk anyway. As long as that intention of reconnecting is there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you. you, yes, you, you yes, yes. Now, Boko, when we talk about uh, ancestral healing and, and we take the view that disease, disease is the result of um, our actions, our unresolved emotions, is, would this explain why you see patterns? You know, repetition of patterns where the great grandmother was in an abusive relationship, her daughter was in an abusive relationship, and then the mother, and then the daughter. And how much does it take to break that cycle? Seven generations. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, I am no, sure that no. if you no, are. We've shifted. Conscious, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you're teasing, but. <laughs> You know, firstly, by speaking and seeing that, acknowledging, Mm. saying, here is a button, I can see it. Or you see an issue and you start looking, is there a pattern to this? Is this unique, me in my situation? Am I a victim here to something? No victims, only volunteers. But what is this? Let's just look, let's be open to my mother and father. Let us speak if they're alive. If the grandparents are alive, let us call. Let the men come together. Let them speak on these stuff. That is important. Mm-hmm. Saying, is this? What is that? Where I feel this. I feel this latent aggression. I feel this issue with my partner, with my opposite, with my, with my wife or girlfriend or in my relationship. And we've got to f- go into our feelings and speak about that. Identify that and own it. And especially for the older generations, not as easy, but we've got to lead the way then. We are turning around our generation. We are the ones swinging this around. Mm. Let's talk. Let's ask. Let's say. Let's speak. And then what about diseases that are inherited? Like the, we, we spoke about it earlier. How can you then, being conscious Seeing the pattern of the disease, how can you or can you prevent it from manifesting in your own body? I believe, yes. Believe. Which would be breaking the cycle. Yes. Which will be breaking the cycle. And I think once you've released that energy, that bubble, that retained, that contained energy out of that cellular level into the entire body, into your entire consciousness. Because it does become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If my mother had breast cancer and her mother had breast cancer up the lineage, then I will get it by saying that. Indeed. You are creating... Well, you know, this is where this uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, the epigenetics field, he's the guy who trained, one of them who trained the medical, uh, the doctors in the United States has written volumes about epigenetics. This also ties in well. This is where we can release, how we can program and recreate again. Release that epigenetics at that finer level of uh, that attunement. Mm. We have the ability to change that around. And this is how he's bringing up this whole new field of radical transformation and the medical fraternity of the psychological side of it there of releasing this stuff Mm. so if I have 
done so, Say I have some genetic propensity to a disorder or a disease And I do a lot of work and I open my heart and I connect with the source Do I then take away or lessen my children's propensity to this genetic disorder? I believe so, yes I do and I think and I feel and it depends on your intention and your level of really going into that and really dealing with that. It's not an instant thing. Okay, I have. This is great. And it's really getting to the source and seeing and changing your ways relating to that issue, yeah. whatever it is. But really finding and seeing and judging and feeling for yourself and monitoring and leveling your responses back into that situation, not just in theory, mm. be it abusive relationship when it's in it. How do I deal with that? Mm. Not just thinking about it, theory outside, in mm. there. Can I change that? Mm. Can I alter that? Can I leave that comfortable, well, not comfortable, but which has benefits, can I walk out of yeah. that? I like what you're saying because it also, for me, I was sitting here thinking, you need to ask. You need to ask for assistance, but coupled with what you said now, you know, you need the, the question because once you start asking the question, um, there's movement, you know, there's, there's a, there's an openness to, to wanna go there. And then I think you need to ask for assistance, um, you know, from powers that's greater than you are. Um, the universe, God, whomever you, you call on. Um, because I think therein lies a, a secret because we sometimes don't, we don't, we forget that we can just ask, you know, and then put in the work. Yes. Because once you've asked and you know it's the, the answer's there, you, you kind of carry on and you put in the work. This is the answer is there. As I say, one of the levels is the ancestors. There are more. There's the universe, mm. the cosmic, the whole residence of that there. Mm. But the first level, the angels, the fairies. But for me, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? The the point is, you need to ask the person that you revere, or the the the, the beings that you think you revere, or right. where you believe your strength, or whatever comes from. Yes, Lisa. But Jermaine, what 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 struck me about what you said <laughs> is, you have to put in the work because. We live in a society of instant gratification. So what I see happening around me is that people get some challenge, some issue, whether it's disease, whether it's whatever, and they want an answer, especially from the psychic or the sangoma or anyone who has access to the unseen world. They want that answer now. And what you said was you have to do the work you always have to you put have in the work to do there's nothing the yeah nothing nothing identify the easy. problem be clear uh-huh. identify yeah and you have to do the work yeah no one else for you the thing you is when we when when we talk about work we always think it's difficult or unpleasant or unpleasant but it's not really it's in the repetition and it's that repetition that gets us because we go like Oh, you know, I have to do it again and again. But, you know, and the more we do it, the easier it becomes. But, you know, the fact that we call it work, it, 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 it what do you call it in Afrikaans? It trips you up. That's English. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain thinks in, in both yeah. these languages. So, so, yeah, so the work doesn't mean it's difficult. The work just means you need to continually practice and get at it because that's where you get Then you kind of get good at well, it Well If you identified You're living with an issue or a I always live with an issue <laughs> Why do you cat, think I'm learning then, And you have <laughs> You've identified it And you want to change that And it's affecting your life Your well-being mm. You will work at it Yeah If, you if want it's to important resolve to you it. right? But this is where The problem comes with shifting That we Can easily Find this issue and shift it, blame mm. it, push it away, and just go on. Mm, because w- w- people don't want to take responsibility. I mean, how many times have you heard someone say, it was so-and-so's fault, or it happened 
to me Then we go into that victim mode But because Lisa we don't want to see the shadow we, we, Because we've been taught That seeing the side that you don't like um, is, is unacceptable mm. So, so that's that's why we it's it's a it's a mechanism to protect ourselves because we want to be accepted and loved and and so we think like if I show you my silly side, then yes, I'm, I'm not good enough for you. You will and you'll, judge you'll me. Walk you will walk away. Think less of me. And I mean that's just utter nonsense. I really like the way you 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 put it. There are no victims, only volunteers. volunteers. We volunteer at a higher level. Yeah. Whatever our experience is. Whatever happens to our, in our lives, mm-hmm. whatever comes, we can either say, well, I had this yeah. horrible incident that happened or a death or an issue or something that happened, something extreme, and it was the driver or it was the whatever, the other vehicle mm-hmm. or this or whatever the situation was, and it's them. But sometimes it was I, them. Sometimes it's well, you know, not again, always you. You know again, what I mean? Again, there's a greater plan at work there. <laughs> and yes, you, you can shift it and if that guy position. only was or that one didn't do that and uh-huh. wouldn't have happened or this wouldn't that happened. Uh-huh. There was no and that mm. was not the cause. There was a greater reason for that. Let's find that. Let's uh-huh. focus on that. that but that's 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 a greater purpose you're talking about, but I would say And yeah. would that would that taking responsibility for uh, whatever it is, then help getting rid of the genetic Pattern uh, that patterns and that gets that transferred that and transferred. Yes, this is where you change it around. But this is why it's got to happen at an authentic, real level. Mm. This is the difference. And once it does happen at that level, it changes your energetic patterning in your own frame. And that affects even the living. It doesn't have to be someone mm, that's mm, yet to mm, be born. Mm, mm. It affects that's that communication. That is that field that they've now identified. That field interacts mm. and does that work. But it's, it's got to be authentic within your framework, real. And it takes yeah. time. Time to go from the head to the heart. <laughs> I really love that, Booker. Thank you so, so much. Uh, it's been interesting, I have to say. I've never thought that I can go heal my grandmother's issues. past wounds. Past wounds, yes. Uh-huh. And your children's future possible wounds. So, you know. I would Change love, much. I would love to think that. I believe we can. <laughs> <laughs> Book, it was fantastic having you. Thank you so much for coming. And, um, well, we hope to, to speak to you again, hopefully in the near future. Thank you. Boca Fantones. No, man. Boca de Toy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that. I'll take that. I told you, you've got to stop me with the Fantomatomas and the, all that. <laughs> no, Boca de Toy. Thank you so, so much. Leave that love. Thank you. Bye, Lisa. Thank you, baby. And from me, Shimane Harris. Bye-bye now. From me, Liesl Tom. Take care of yourself. This is CliffCentral.com.